0: Episode one. Episode. I just burped. Episode one. (laughs)
1: Coming in hot, baby.
2: Coming up in episode one,
1: we're not getting carbon shot in from outer space or anything like that. <laughs> there Open could system. be aliens
2: out there. Just I
1: know. mean, it's carbon aliens out there. We <laughs> can you know, only hope. You want the receipts? You want the proof right. as to why climate change is a thing? And I just want to say that the science behind all of this is very sound. Plus, one easy thing you can do to help the Earth every time you go to the store.
0: I'm Ellen. I'm a meteorologist. I'm Emily. I'm an environmental scientist. I'm Teresa, and I'm a journalist. And this is. Listen, Listen to, to your mother, your
2: mother Earth. That's knocked it out of the Woo woo! We are
1: taking you to school today. Yeah! Right? Yep.
2: Carbon school. Carbon
1: mm-hmm. school. Carbon is important. It's well, a big part of climate change.
2: I did not take chemistry in mm-hmm. high school, and uh, my periodic table, psh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where even is it? <laughs> what is it? Do you it? even have yeah. one? No, if, yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> embarrassing for you. <laughs>
0: Carbon lately has kind of gotten a bad rap, but like what you're saying is, well, carbon is a natural element.
1: Yeah. And there are so many things. This is what I hope everyone understands by the end of this episode is that the earth has so many natural processes and then humans came along and disrupted it. And carbon is kind of the starting point to all of this. So if you want to learn about it, I have some fun facts. Let's
2: go. You want to (laughs) go? Yeah. Emily says fun facts. (laughs) I think it's important to note that fun is a very subjective term.
1: (laughs) Super You won't think that by the end of these fun (laughs) facts. Okay. Okay. You're going to be like, wow, I haven't had that much fun in weeks. You can find carbon on your periodic table of the elements. So fun. With the element symbol C and atomic number six. It's a non-metal. Non-metal. Okay. (laughs) So what she's met with resounding silence. (laughs) Yeah. Carbon dioxide is a gas. In the place of a diamond is you know a solid. A diamond is carbon,
2: or just carbon is in
1: diamond. A diamond is made completely of carbon. So a diamond is pure carbon. Yeah. It's just so carbon is beautiful. It is. Carbon can sparkle. Carbon has the highest melting and sublimation point of all the elements. That is fascinating, actually. It has to get really hot to be able to melt a diamond. 6,422 degrees. And carbon is the fourth most abundant element in the whole universe. I did not know that either. Yeah. That's super interesting. It's everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. the most abundant is? So it's behind hydrogen, oxygen, and helium. Carbon makes up 18% of the human body. Carbon is essential to life on Earth. Some of it is housed in rock and sediment. Some of it is housed in the atmosphere. Some of it is housed in the ocean. Where it's distributed matters. You need to think of the Earth with respect to matter as a closed system. So we aren't constantly gaining or losing matter. It's really interesting because with respect to energy, we have a constant flux of energy coming in and out of our system. But with respect to matter, what we have is what we have always had. Which leads us into the carbon cycle. You have the water cycle. You have the carbon cycle. Uh, There's a nitrogen cycle. So there are a lot of different cycles for various things. I know that Ellen
0: has a song for the water cycle. I I do, do. actually. So a lot of the things I do is like teaching for kids, Mm -hmm. especially. But what's so great about this is I think that it helps adults, too. So it goes like this. One, two, three, (gasps) four. Water goes in cycles. Yes, it does. Water goes in cycles. Yes, it does. It goes up as evaporation, then forms clouds as condensation and comes down as precipitation. Yes, it does. Yay. I hope that gets stuck (laughs) in people's heads.
1: (laughs) Now, Emily is going to sing her carbon cycle song. Carbon goes in cycles. Yes, it does. Yeehaw! Let it just be known that Ellen is the singer in this group. And Teresa. I just want to see what I you're going to rhyme. The okay, um, let's it see goes... what I can do here. Plants take carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere through photosynthesis. When I'm singing, I'm exhaling carbon dioxide. Yes! <laughs> and that's all part of the carbon cycle. Yeah, I was going to say, where's my round of applause? I thought second Teresa was going to like... She was going to go on the side of evil and hit, like, cricket. That one?
0: No, I thought it was great. I thought it was wonderful. Well. We don't think about carbon cycling necessarily because you don't really like see it as much, but it's essential to life.
1: Yeah, with weather, with the water cycle, you know, it's something that you can visualize a little bit more, but there are so many examples of the carbon cycle, like how plants take carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere through photosynthesis or a volcano erupting, which would Mm -hmm. release a ton of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere um, really quickly and kind of violently. Um, Animals eating plants, They take in that carbon, those plants and animals dying, that decaying process transfers some of the carbon to the soil. Uh, But it all kind of comes back to burning fossil fuels. So that's now part of this cycle. And when you burn those fossil fuels, you release carbon into the atmosphere as carbon dioxide. And that's where we get into the problem of climate change. When we have energy demands and we start to disrupt that cycle through Processes that maybe aren't the most natural, then you just kind of put carbon in a place where it's not necessarily the best. The problem with that is something called the greenhouse effect. Mm. And with the greenhouse effect, that's basically how gases in the atmosphere end up trapping heat on the surface of the earth. So we talked about how the earth was an open system with respect to energy. So it's closed with respect to matter in terms of carbon and things here on Earth. We're not constantly getting matter in and out. We're not shooting carbon into space. We're not getting carbon shot in from outer space <laughs> or anything like that. Open there could system. be aliens
0: out there. Just,
1: I know. mean, it's, carbon aliens out there. We can yeah. only hope.
0: But the sunshine definitely... Yes. Open system, constant steady yes. source.
1: Yeah, so we get that not radiation. From aliens. <laughs> Are you sure, though? No, <laughs> I'm not. You never know. You really. never know. <laughs> Anywho, the, the greenhouse greenhouse effect. effect. So the Earth emits long wave energy. This is going to get a little technical, so bear with me. Okay sun emits shortwave radiation, yes. so it has a shorter wavelength, and that shorter wavelength allows it to pass through those greenhouse gases that are in the atmosphere, which notably include nitrous oxide, carbon dioxide, and methane, to name a few, but the Earth emits longwave radiation, so it has a longer wavelength, and because of that longer wavelength, it's more of a proper wavelength to interact with those greenhouse gases. Mm. Natural process. This is why we have that Goldilocks planet where we have um, a livable temperature on Earth. But if you have too many of those greenhouse gases in the atmosphere, turn that greenhouse into a sauna and that leads to more warming of the Earth. We have a surplus of those greenhouse gases in the atmosphere now because we started burning fossil fuels. Is this a fossil fuel? I actually had to double check this. No. Fossil fuels are pre-dinosaur. This so is catchy, though. So this is a nice
2: song, but it has nothing to do with fossil fuels, is what I'm hearing.
1: Yeah. The fossil fuels came around a bit, or they were in the process of becoming fossil fuels. While well, those dinosaurs were marching. Marching. <laughs> I like the song, though. the earth (laughs)
0: So the fossil fuels had to be well before the dinosaurs then?
1: Yeah, so fossil fuels, just to make sure everyone knows the definition, they're oils, um, natural gas, and coal. And they're named because they came from the fossilized remains of animals and plants that died millions of years ago. But not dinosaurs. But not Not dinosaurs. dinosaurs. The landscape of the Earth was completely different than what it is now, um, which is just so cool to think about. Yeah, actually. Like really, humans have just been here for a minute. But those... Plants and animals died so long ago, and they were gradually buried. They were subjected to heat and pressure, um, depending on what kind of organic matter was present in the fossil. That determines what they became. So now there are fossil fuels that are buried deep, deep, deep under the earth. And yeah, they turned into that oil, natural gas, and coal. And then humans were smart recognize that there's energy stored within those fossil fuels and we started extracting them. When we burn them that allows us to access the energy that's stored within them that generates energy and we depend on that energy that We get from burning those fossil fuels for day to day life at this point. So that gas station you were talking about
0: with the dinosaur on it—yeah, lies. They all lies? It's all lies. The Sinclair gas station—they're going to sue us. No, I'm just kidding. It's not (laughs) our fault. They're wrong. Their mascot is a dinosaur, and I was always like, "Oh, that's kind of like you know, like Mm -hmm. a little grizzly." Wrong fossils (laughs) (laughs) way before dinosaurs. We'll write a letter. But I mean, like, it comes down to the fact, like as you said we live in a closed system, we're not mm-hmm. getting any more carbon and we're sure not getting millions of years old fossil fuel carbon.
1: Yeah, so fossil fuels, that's an important note, they are considered non-renewable resources because they did form millions of years ago and that supply is not going to be replenished in our lifetime. Anymore. The rate at which we use them right. is pretty yes. pretty uh, high at this point. When you burn those fossil fuels, you get that surplus of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere that disrupts the carbon balance, um, that carbon had been stored underground for years and years and years. And then you burn the fossil fuel, you release it into the atmosphere at a rate that's so much faster than it can be removed again. Mm. That leads to the greenhouse effect and that leads to the warming. You want the receipts, you want the proof as to why climate change is a thing. And I just want to say that the science behind all of this is very sound. Earth's climate has certainly changed in the past throughout history. But the rate at which this current warming is taking place hasn't been seen at least in the last 10,000 years. And this time, there are humans in the equation. And we have that understanding of what climate looked like thousands of years ago because you can measure carbon dioxide that's trapped in gas bubbles, in ice sheets, and glaciers. You can use rocks. You can use tree rings. This is a quote from the IPCC, which is the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. Just going to add. You're done with IPCC? <laughs> yeah, you know me. You know me. And that's the United Nations group that's responsible for assessing climate change. Okay. So they'll put out reports just saying the state of the climate. So this is from their 2021 um, Summary for Policymakers. And their quote, and there is it is unequivocal that human influence has warmed the atmosphere, ocean, and land. Widespread and rapid changes in the atmosphere, ocean, cryosphere, and biosphere have occurred.
2: What so is they the use the cryosphere? word
1: cryosphere. The cryosphere is like ice. Okay. um so solid like solid precipitation is part of the cryosphere uh, permafrost is part of the cryosphere Glaciers are part yep. of the cryosphere. Yeah, so it's okay. kind of like frozen ice. So they're seeing it everywhere. Frozen ice. Well, frozen ice. I just was a scientist. <laughs> <Huh? Wasn't laughs> just to be clear,
0: ATM walk, machine. Walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> scientist walk shame. She said, "Frozen ice." How <laughs> so redundant. I think we need to remember that this is international, right? So it's yes. not subjected necessarily to like one country's politics. Mm-hmm. Even um, we can get in that in a later episode. But that sounds it, like fun. Let's talk politics, and while we're at it. <laughs> (laughs) How about religion, too? How does everybody feel? Exactly. (laughs) But just a side note, we can talk about this later, that there are so many, as Emily said, Mm -hmm. independent studies from scientists. And then there's been studies on the studies that are peer-reviewed to see what the consensus is scientifically. And it is like above and beyond
1: scientists from all different backgrounds are saying, yeah, this is a thing. So from NASA, since the industrial era began in the 18th century, our atmospheric carbon dioxide has increased by 50%. Wow. So we now have 150% of the carbon dioxide that we had in the atmosphere since about the mid-1700s or so. So into temperature, um, if you use data that's averaged from weather stations all over the world, we find that Earth's average temperature has risen about 1.8 degrees Fahrenheit. All of the top 10 warmest years worldwide have occurred since 2005. There's also been increases in precipitation worldwide. So we're seeing more rain, although some areas are seeing more extreme droughts. We hear about droughts mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. yeah. So the average is more rain, but some areas see a lot more rain, and, and then some areas see those drier than average conditions. It's way more
0: inconsistent. Yeah, it's just yeah. kind of the
1: dramatic Unreliable. either side of the spectrum. Yeah. You know, the most extreme Bad side of the spectrum. <laughs> It is bad boyfriend. It's like a toxic relationship. Ocean temperatures are warmer. Sea levels are higher. The ocean has become more acidic. Yeah. What does that mean? So the ocean takes in carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So I know
0: with like some ocean acidification, if the water temperatures are warm enough, it can bleach out the coral. And it can kill whole ecosystems or spots of ecosystems. So you can have whole groups of fishes
1: that Mm -hmm. die off. And that's essential to our life, right? Because everything's interconnected. So yeah, the ocean is becoming more acidic. The Arctic sea ice coverage is decreasing. Um, glaciers have shrunk since the 1960s. Ice sheets have been losing ice. This is I know, I told you it was gonna <laughs> get bummer. I have one more bullet point and then we'll, we'll raise the mood up a little bit. You got bit. it. <laughs> but the geographic areas of animals and plants have shifted and even like the migratory patterns of birds have changed. It has a big effect worldwide in ways that you really wouldn't expect, but in real concrete, tangible, measurable ways it's a bummer um for sure <laughs> i feel but like i would do well on this test now that <laughs> yeah do you
0: reveal
1: i do you? This little reveal. <laughs> i explained it very well yeah. thank you okay nasa does
0: have some qu- climate quizzes actually for funsies yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's scary and it's you know sad to see how things have changed and um, just the environmentalist in me gets kind of upset because the earth is so amazing and it's so um, just set to take care of itself and it's hard when it has All of these processes that we come in and we just kind of disrupt. But if you reduce your emissions, then you reduce the amount of greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. And I really do think there's a path that we can take to Mm -hmm. reduce those emissions and kind of restore that equilibrium. We just have to take it. And those will all be discussed and listened to your Mother Earth podcast. How can we better
2: serve our mother earth this week?
1: I know this one is so silly, but just
0: um, reducing the amount of plastic bags that we use. Mm -hmm. So if you buy the renewable bags that you can go grocery shopping with, that can cut down on so many bags in the landfills. Listen to your mother, reduce the amount of garbage. Yep
1: absolutely it's like a dollar to buy at the grocery store it'll just keep them in the back seat of your car that i think in. is the key right there yes keep right. them in that your that car that is what i have learned and yep. when i bring them in i unload my groceries i hang them on the door handle so the next time i'm going out to my car i can put them in the car i hate when you have just that bag of bag of bags yeah, yeah. otherwise like these things
0: take like years and years and years and years yep. to disintegrate on their yeah. own Make your mother proud this week. If you're wondering,
2: what are the arguments for climate change happening naturally and humans not impacting it? Right. Ellen has been researching that very thing.
0: I have. So coming up in our next episode, we're going to be talking about some of the top climate arguments. We find good scientific information to let you know what the science says. That's definitely one of them. Yeah, like at Easter dinner, you know, after you're done talking politics. (laughs) I'm a blast at my house. Talk about climate (laughs) change. (laughs)
2: This is Listen to to Your Mother
0: Earth.